Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 407 on KDKA. The more things change, the more they stay the same, or the more things stay the same, the more things get boring. I'm not sure which it is, but Doug Oster, I'm sure, will have an opinion on that because he... You know, has been through this a time or 12. He is no rookie when it comes to changing weather patterns in Pittsburgh in February. Hello, Doug. How are you? I'm doing great, and you're right. boy. Uh, all I've been hearing about is, what do we do about our bulbs that are sprouting? Our stuff's sprouting up. It's going to get cold. And I always say the same thing. It's good news and bad news. It's the same thing. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> right. Right. The reality is, is that's the reality, right? I mean, and the crocuses that maybe poked their heads through over the weekend, maybe uh, trying to pull their toes back under the covers right now. But, you know, at some point, when is it too late? Is there a time when, you know, if they had already come up and they had already flowered, is it too late at that point? Or are they still okay now? Where do we stand? We don't have much to worry about, to tell you the truth. Uh, the only thing, the only real concern is something like early daffodils. Sometimes, and this is maybe one out of every seven seasons, early daffodils will come up, and that bud will get above ground. And then it'll get so cold that that bud will, we call it, get blasted. Mm-hmm. And so we won't see those flowers this year, but we'll see them again next year. That's why you grow lots of different types of daffodils. And so you've got early, mid-season, late season. And for the most part, though, you'll be okay. I, I tell people, I've got these daffodils I inherited. They're right next to the house. They're up and they're budding right now. It's way too early, but they always bloom. They, yeah, they get a little extra heat from the house and they always do their thing. And so don't worry about it. And the worst thing you could do is, is uh, try to cover them with something or mulch them or something. You, you'll do, it'll be worse for the plant than just letting it, Letting nature take its course. These these plants have, like me, have been through this for uh, hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> Your self-deprecating humor is just outstanding. I love it. Um, when do we start to think about, and I realize you never stop thinking about, but when do we start thinking about actually working in the ground? Because, I mean, things, the ground had gotten, you know, kind of soft, and you could actually spend some time doing some things and putting some things in the ground if you wanted to, maybe even some of those early spring bulbs. But at at what point do you look at it and say, okay, we just got to be in a holding pattern for now? Yeah, we're pretty much in a holding pattern. I was out working in the garden today, but I wasn't disturbing any dirt. This, again, is something I say every year. If that dirt is going to stick to the shovel, it's too wet. You don't want to get in and dig too soon. But what you can do, and I've, I've talked to other gardeners over the last couple of weeks that are doing this, 
they're just taking a bag of compost from the nursery and they're throwing it on top of a bed and they're putting in something like onions that, you know, that's one of the first things that we plan. It's just a little itty bitty onion that eventually grows to a full size onion and they don't care anything about the cold. And so that's what the first thing we get started with. But then for the most part, we're not really getting into the garden itself until mid-March when things dry out a little bit, but it's inside when we're starting all the seeds indoors. And even if you can't start them inside, if you, you know, if you don't want to have a lighting system, that sort of thing, even though there's a lot of inexpensive LED ones to, to get, what you can do is you can just take like an old milk carton, cut it open, leave a little bit on there as a hinge, drill some holes in the bottom, throw a little bit of seed starting mix in there and throw the seeds in there and put that outside, put that top back on and they'll sprout when they're ready. And then you can transplant them into the garden. It's really easy. So what do you do to while away the hours? Because I know that as soon as it gets to be March and that uh, dirt no longer sticks to the trout, you are going to be itching. And, and at that point you, you feel like you're kind of behind because you didn't, what do we do with these days and these weeks? Well, in my vegetable garden, I'm getting the soil in shape by just adding uh, compost or well-aged animal manure, some kind of organic matter, and just putting it on top so that it's ready to plant as soon as as soon as we, we get a break in the weather. And it's really been a weird start or a weird end to the winter and start to the planting season, you know, so mild, uh, but you can't get fooled by that. We're going to, you know, you're going to get cold. In March, you're going to go down to 10 degrees at some point. It's just, it always happens. And so... You've, you've got to take these timetables that we've used over, you know, the last 20 years and stick with them. Only the cold weather crops that can take anything like an onion set can go in. But getting everything ready, you know, getting the, the soil prepped and by, by putting things on top. You could even do some mulching now, that sort of thing. And then it's just also, if you are a seed starter, look at your seeds and organize them. See how old they are. Uh, see what you really need. Uh, draw a little plan on, okay, what, you know, I don't really need 2,500 packs of seeds. You know, I need three seeds. So I'm going to get this, this, and this, and it can go here, here, and here. And so it's more of a planning uh, thing right now and, and just getting ready for the season. I always felt like it was a guarantee that it would go down to 10 degrees just about the time that high school baseball season started. <laughs> you know, high school track season has just started, right? And then it's going to, that's when you're going to be standing out there thinking, why in the world am I watching my kid do the long jump right now when I need my long johns on in order well, to do it? As someone who used to run track and then covered track at baseball, yes, it's the same thing. I can remember back in my era of uh, getting track meets canceled because of snow. Yeah, and, right. Uh, right. <laughs> no, you didn't uh, do the Fosbury flop into a snowbank. You needed to make sure that you had a mat that was out there to, to do that. <laughs> uh, so, Doug, what about things like roses and doing certain things inside? I mean, are there things that you can be doing? I mean, rose bushes can end up being so huge outside, but are there things like that that you can do safely and easily inside? Or do plants just just need to be able to be moved in and out depending on the season. Well, actually, I'm glad you brought up the the word roses because uh, tomorrow's the big day for roses. Mm -hmm. And if you really want to give somebody, especially somebody who has a green thumb, something cool that will last longer than a dozen roses and be a lot cheaper and still have like the roses, you know, that's, you got to have the roses. You can buy just miniature roses in a pot. And at this time of the year, they'll, they'll you know, you've got these beautiful roses you put them on the windowsill, 
and in a month and a half, you can throw them out in the garden. They'll get established, and then they'll they'll come back year after year after year. And talk about a great Valentine's Day gift. The, whoever you give those flowers to will remember you every year they bloom. Instead of the dozen roses that you toss after about two days because <laughs> they're gone. Are you a big proponent on doing that through local nurseries, or do you mail order them? Where do you end up getting rose bushes? Oh, definitely. Definitely you're going to buy them locally. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, local nurseries will have that sort of thing. And then, Rick, there's just a whole other slew of cool plants that that revolve around the color of uh, Valentine's Day that are available at these nurseries that, again, will last so much longer. They're so fun to have growing, something to take care of inside. You know, like, like you, you were saying, like a guy like me, I'm going nuts. I've got to have something to, to grow inside. And yeah. so getting these Valentine's Day plants is uh, is a godsend until I can finally get out there and get things in the ground and get my uh, hands dirty. So it's almost like you can have the best of both worlds. You can have an inside garden for now, but then put in those bushes and they end up being a permanent part of your garden for, for years and decades to come because roses will last for a very, very long time, won't they? And those miniature roses are tough as nails. You know. You, what about deer resistant? Somebody... How do they do with deer? Uh, you know, deer don't love them, but they'll eat the buds and they'll eat the, the flowers, but they can't stand the thorns. Yeah. And so, you know, this is uh, this is the worst time for deer as we get come out of this season. And just all I can tell people is right now, get some kind of deer repellent and spray it on your plants until things start to leaf out and the, the, the deer have something to eat in the forest instead of coming in and eating all our stuff. I'm getting killed, Rick. It's, yeah. it's terrible. And, and I just got to. I got to spray more religiously. That's all. Yeah, and that's and one of those things that as soon as it rains, you got to go back out and do it again, right? Because that stuff gets washed away. Yeah, you know, there's a couple of them that I use. One's called Bob X, and it has kind of a latex base, and so it sticks a little bit longer. You can get two or three rains out of it, so it gives you a little bit more leeway. But you know, my problem is it'll rain two, three days in a row. I won't spray. They didn't get on it, and then the next morning, I'm like, ah. I can't right, believe it. Right. My rhododendrons are gone. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a frustrating thing for gardeners all over western Pennsylvania for sure, but we're glad to have you on speed dial and be able to hear your voice even in the uh, coldest and bleakest parts of midwinter. So, Doug, thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm going back in the garden getting the work done. I figured just as much. And just remember, make sure it's well-aged <laughs> manure, okay? Well-aged yeah, manure, that's, Doug. That's the only kind. And, and next time we talk, I'll explain how you tell it's well-aged. Very. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask, but okay. <laughs> Doug Oster <laughs> joining us here on KDKA. It's 416. He always makes me laugh. Love, love, love that man. Love working with him, too. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.